Well, let's do this, huh? Welcome to Mule Tip Tuesday. It's uh, Tuesday, March 23rd already. Time's Crazy. just cruising along. And we're glad to be here with you today. Um, I got a lot of good questions today, but feel free to post questions if you have them. And if we don't get them, get to them today, we'll probably just put it on next week. It seems Sid like says, I'm number one. <laughs> it seems like uh, we're getting more and more questions and getting a little further behind. So, if you guys are emailing questions, we appreciate that. You can always email your questions to ty at tsmules.com and put question for ty in the subject. But or meal tip Tuesday. Uh, or meal tip Tuesday. But we're getting further behind on these, so apologize. Anyways. Um, I'd like to thank our sponsors today. Uh, we got Western Mule Magazine. Ben and Anita Tennyson are awesome. Um, been reading their magazine for years and been writing. I've been writing for their magazine for years now, and I enjoy that. And uh, Ben and Anita, they're just great. So westernmulemagazine.com. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. And also uh, a new sponsor, Colt Saddlery. Uh, Colt and Nicole Nering. Did I say their last name right? Nering? Nering. Yeah, I think so. Um, they're awesome. And Colt just built me a nice saddle. I'm very grateful for the saddle. It's beautiful. He does a really good job. So if you're looking for a good mule saddle, uh, look up Colt Saddlery. You can find them on Facebook. Just type in Colt Saddlery. Or uh, you can give him a call. His number is 801-592-8381. So... Very grateful for Colton. You got another sponsor. Yeah. Well, I have a shout out to Nancy Logan from Barnstar Studio because she made me this really cool hoodie. That is a cool hoodie. And she embroidered TS Mules on it. So I wanted to give her a shout out. You guys go check out her page, Barnstar Studio. Made me a cool shirt too. Yeah. And the girls. She's always making yep. the girls really cute shirts. So go check her out. Yeah. So thanks to all our sponsors. We're very grateful um, for making these uh, podcasts possible. Big thanks to you. We're very grateful. Okay, we got some really good questions there. I got a whole bunch of questions, so we're just going to dive right in. Sound good? Uh, first question comes from Kate Vassal. Am I saying that right? I think so. All right, I'll go with <laughs> it. Um, she says, hey, Ty, I have heard you discuss the timeline for the snaffle bit progression. A uh, few times. If I'm correct, you state that it takes you two to three years to graduate from the snaffle. Um, but she has, I'm going to scroll down here. Um, she says, when you have older animals that are bracy, uncentered, strongly herd bound, etc., is the timeline different? How long can you estimate that you would need to get to the hackamore? Um, she goes on to tell a little bit about her mules and some of the braciness that she's dealing with. So, Kate, um, my first suggestion on your timeline for graduating out of the snaffle bit would be to don't worry about your timeline to graduate out of the snaffle bit. That's my first suggestion to you because, oh, these timelines, uh, they can kind of get in your way and they can hinder it. Um, I'm really, I've changed a lot, huh, Sky? I've changed a lot in how I do things where I really don't care near as much how long it takes me. I really don't. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm going to do whatever that mule needs. Um, today. Today, exactly. And some of these older mules that maybe you're dealing with, you know what? Y you may have to come to terms that some of these older mules may never be, um, might never graduate out of snaffle bit, and that's totally fine too. Um, but, you know, 
just take the time it takes. Uh, so yeah, it takes me usually two to three years on a cult um, to graduate out of the snaffle bit. Um, but some of these older mules, they've already been rowed and they're bracy like she's explaining. I mean, it could take them four, five, six years. I, I mean, it might be 10 years and it really doesn't matter. Could be one. Um, I mean, they it could, could be one. Yeah, it, it could be a few months. Um, set them up to be successful. Work the mule. Work the mule from where they're at, but treat them the way you want them to become. So if you want them to be a bridal mule, treat them like a bridal mule. You want them to be a, a you know, wherever you're, you're hoping that they'll be. And, and Kate is trying to follow this buckaroo tradition of making bridal meals. You know, just keep working towards it. Um, don't worry about the time so much, though. So do you have anything you want to add to that? It just, you know, Ty's answer of it depends. You it know, depends. He says a lot. Depends on the animal. It depends. So, and on you, you know, because depending on how much time you're putting into this animal, mm -hmm. how much consistency you have and you're able to give, you know, that is a factor as well. Yeah. So I don't really have an answer for you, Kate. Um, on older mules like this, uh, uh, you know, it, it could... Okay, let's take some... What have we had recently? Like Foxy, okay? So Jen's working Foxy now. So, Kate, I don't know if you remember our mule Foxy. Um, Jen Allen has her now. I don't know if Jen is on here today or not, but you know, uh, Foxy, how old is Foxy when we had her? Do you remember? She's like 11 or 12 ish. I can't remember, but she's not like a cult 10? for sure, not a baby for sure. She's over 10. Um, but we just went to the snaffle. She'd been rode in all sorts of contraptions and, and these miler bits and, and nose pinchers and, and every other gadget, right? She had all sorts of junk on her. Well, we were, um, what, the eighth owner? Or the we were seventh, seventh owner. Seventh Jen owner, is the eighth so, owner. You know, so, who knows what everyone yeah. else, but she's... We just went back, put her in the snaffle bit, and I got her quite a ways up the list in the snaffle bit. Jen's got her further yet. Jen's got her a lot better than I had her. And, um, you know, uh, Jen was kind of talking about some of the Hackamore stuff coming up. And I wouldn't be surprised if Jen doesn't have that meal in Hackamore, uh, you know, another year or less. And so let's just take it back from, I, I put a year on, I put about a year on Foxy myself in a snaffle bit. Jen's put another year on her now, right? Mm -hmm. So two years, so probably probably about the same, two or three years, uh, just going through that list and trying to get it right. You don't have your mic hooked up, Scott. Oh, no. Um, See if this changes anything. Yeah. Over that sound. I know it's better on the podcast later on. Sorry. Okay, good question, Kate. Thank you. Let me know what you think of that. If you're on here, say hello. Uh, let me know your thoughts. So let's find Rick's now. I can never say Rick's last name right. Rick from Oregon. Google Rick, Rick me. G. Rick G. Let's find Rick's question. But um, uh, I also want to read his, his email because it was kind of funny. Uh, so Rick wrote in. He says, hey, Ty and Sky. This past winter, my wife Karen informed me she was shutting down my old flip phone and replacing it with an iPhone. This action caused me to soul up, swishing my tail and pinning back my ears whenever she tried to show me how the new phone worked. Fortunately, Karen went through the went back to the basics and worked me through the iPhone checklist, <laughs> making the wrong thing difficult and the right thing easy. In time, I was licking my lips, lowering my head, and letting out a big sigh. This redirecting led me to discovering the world of podcasting, and among other things, the Ty Evans Mealmanship Podcast. Throughout this long, cold winter, your podcast was like visiting with a friend while working in my saddle shop. 
Thanks for all you guys do. In addition, the video library has been great, especially the Daily Diaries. I'd like to ask a question. The word straightness is the word straightness is used a lot. I have my thoughts on the meaning and how it relates to my mule. Was wondering if you could give us what that word means to you. In a similar vein, the phrase field timing and balance is something we hear. Uh, the same question to you on the term balance. Again, thanks for all the work and information. Looking forward to seeing you both and John Day. So Rick has been coming to clinics for years now. Rick is awesome. He's he's just he's one of my favorite friends. Just uh, just a great guy, a good hand, a good buckaroo, a uh, good cowboy. Um, so Rick, good question, man. The word straightness. So straightness is in reference to how level they ride um, side to side. So, you know, a lot of people think, okay, from nose to tail, are they staying straight? That's not what I refer to. When I'm talking about straightness, I'm talking about a, a, a mule being, being, and this is going to go into the other word, balanced, um, but balanced side to side. So meaning as we're walking, they're not leaning one way or the other. Their shoulders are, are not dropping in or dropping out. Um, it's in reference to the levelness of their wither, really. Put a level across their wither, and it should stay level. So like this? Yep, like, exactly. Like. So say, say I'm loping a circle. Um, I don't want that mule leaning, dropping the shoulder into the circle. I'd like them to stay straight going in that circle. A lot of people are like, their minds are blown, like straight. Wait, how can you go straight in a straight circle? Straight and bent. Straight in a circle. No, it's because we're talking about the levelness of the wither. So, so when I refer to straightness, for me, that's what I'm referring to. And that's from classical writing. Um, so I'm not making my own definitions up. I'm not going to go with that, what it means to me, and different from what it means to you. But that's, that's the definition that I've learned through classical writing. So that's a good question, Rick. A, and the word balance. This is in reference to this, and straightness and balance. They, you kind of have to have them. They go together. They go together. Um, but balance can also be... Uh, a lack of brace in a particular foot. So, for example, if they're out of balance, it might mean that they're leaning on one foot too much, bracing on one foot too much. One of their feet may not be loose off the ground. Um, the mules all always have a, they always do have a strong um, uh, uh, contact point with the ground. They'll have one foot that'll be heavier on the ground. Just like if you're standing there, you might lean and just lean on one leg more than the other just as you're standing and visiting. It's like me, it's just lean, I'm leaning here towards sky a little bit. But um, if I was balanced, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing that. Um, so, so the balance is in reference to the lack of brace in the feet. Um, but in this phrase, he's using it in different contexts. Or he's asking about it in different contexts. The words feel, timing, and balance. These things go together. Balance, in, in this phrase, and some of these masters of horsemanship uh, that have taught me these things and that have coined these phrases, um, balance can mean a lot of things. Balance can mean a, a balance in uh, the work versus the reward. You know, you got to be balanced in how much you do and how much time you, you, you let them relax. We got big news. Today, I rode Dally. So. And he lived. I lived to tell about <laughs> it. 
I'm alive. And I lived no. watching. It, it went it went perfect. It went excellent. But it did. It was um, you know, but there's a balance in that first ride of, and you'll see it. It'll be up on the video library here. Hopefully, I get it tonight, tonight or tomorrow. But um, you know, there's a balance of me moving and working and letting that mule soak and relax. Um, so so balance could be in reference to that too. But physical balance, I explained that it's a lack of brace balance and what you do there's there's a lot of other things there you know you got to have balance in your life to get along with, with mules good if you got big things going in life sometimes the stuff with mules doesn't go so good either that's a good question huh it is i didn't think about it at all as far as balancing like this and that more so i was thinking it as for your first answer yeah. so but it's a balance good thought yeah there's there's lots of things there okay let's find this other question here um uh, from, sorry, maybe I got this one off of, I'm trying to think, see where I got all these questions now. I got so many of them that I don't want to, um, I can't write them all down. I don't remember seeing okay. them in your email. Um, all right, well, I'm going to, I'll just read it off of my notes here. So Scott Poindexter, oh, this is a, it's because it, I screenshotted it. <laughs> uh, basically Scott's mule, um, and Scott, if you're on here, say hello, sir. Um, the mule pins its ears with the saddle when he's approaching it with a saddle and pad, um, but it's totally fine to cinch and it's it's fine to ride. But it, but it, he's he's wondering should I consider this a big deal? Well, I don't like when my mules pin their ears at me either, so it is something I'd want to address for sure, Scott. Um, what I would do here, if the mule needs to relate that that saddle pad that saddle to something that's more desirable. I want it to relate it to a release. So one thing that I like to do, if I got a mule that is legitimately does not like that saddle and pad, and this can happen, is I will put that saddle and pad up on the fence. Just it, just go in your arena or your corral, your round pin, whatever. Put the saddle and pad up on the fence, and I want you to do your groundwork away, away from the saddle and the pad. And whenever you want to let that mule relax and find some relief, let it stop or stop it by your saddle and pad and let it just rest there. So it's going to find relief every time it gets near that saddle and pad. That's just the most easiest basic. That's just kindergarten stuff right there. That's just kindergarten stuff. So you can start with that. And then the other thing too is is you could just saddle it up, let it stand there for a moment, unsaddle it, and put it away. Come back that afternoon, saddle it back up, Unsaddle it, put it away, and you can do stuff like that too. So the mule doesn't think that, geez, every time I get saddled, I get the crap rode out of me, you know. So there's a couple suggestions. Do you have any other suggestions there? Well, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> I bumped the thing. But um, uh, we do have a video on our online video library of Lisa Taka and her mule, um, Katie, yep. with the same thing because she has a hard time with this exact issue. And it was really interesting watching Ty work with her mule because even just with the pad, you know, he, it was just, you remember when you were just moving the pad just near her and she, yep. you know, Ty would point out all these different expressions she was doing with her different parts of her body. Even like, like her bubble was maybe this far mm -hmm. when he'd bring like the saddle pad just to here and she'd already have some kind of sour look. Um, anyway, so go look that one up. Do you remember what it would be called? Um, or maybe under sad, problem solving? It's in problem solving, uh, saddling Katie. Um, but that that is a good... Uh, is this why you get paid the big bucks? Cause you get I don't get paid anything. Oh. 
Uh, Don't make any money. You know, um, paying attention. And it's, it's one of those qualities that all really good horsemen and mulemen and women have is that they pay attention. So paying attention and, and making a slight change because of it um, will just be so valuable. There he is. Uh, his, I guess his, his, probably his wife's name is Wanda. That's, oh. that's him. That's him. <laughs> I'm like, where? Um, Don't... <laughs> so, uh, you know, if I was approaching him, and, and watch that video, Scott, because that might help you a lot. But it was very, very interesting. Just me being, I was just filming. Well, you know? it's not a typical saddle. You're expecting, no. you're expecting, get it on. Well, and that's what Lisa was expecting. Oh yeah. Right? You she, know, Lisa was like, this was nothing match. compared to what she is. But Ty took it in a different. Yeah, so approached it I, differently. I noticed that it bothered the mule. Like way out here. Way back. So yeah. let's, okay, I've been acknowledged that that bothers you. That's like, of, like, it's, worked it's, on the it's bubble. like, well, it's like if, if, if I was, went to grab your hand, but your you just broke your hand. But I cut my pinky There you off go, you cut your pinky. This week. So, <laughs> I, but I go to hold your hand or something and you, you have an injured hand. And you're saying, no, 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 ow, 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 ow. And I just, that if I'm just oblivious to it, mm. and I just keep grabbing your hand, and I could keep holding your hand until you realize that, oh, I better just hold still so it's, he'll just stop wait. squeezing. Yeah. And you could just go into that freeze. Or you throw a big fit, which you throw a big fit. <laughs> She'd punch me in the face. But um, but so many times, the mule's saying, whoa, that bothers me. And we go, Durr, and we just keep <laughs> on going to it like, like we well, don't acknowledge it. Yeah, like I think I, I really enjoyed watching that. And I don't have that issue, you know, with my current mule. But... Watching him work and and um, put into words all the things he was seeing from like way over here, you know, mm -hmm. it was like it was just really a a fun video for me to film. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting. It's not your typical hard to saddle video. Yeah, well, I mean, we were expecting so. her from what Lisa said Lisa. to just be like really, yeah. really, you know. And anyway, so it was very interesting. All right, thanks for the question, Scott. Appreciate that. Let me know what you think of those. Uh, those thoughts. Okay, Steve Young. Um, Steve Young, uh, he writes in, Hi, Ty. Thanks for all you do with your videos, etc. We got a little eight-year-old gray mule, Lizzie, a few months ago for my wife. Uh, she's been doing some groundwork with her, and the mule is very compliant. She's rode her several times on the trails here in the Ozarks. They get along fine riding. However, every time for a few days after the ride, Lizzie acts mad at my wife and doesn't want her to groom her. But I can do anything with her. We don't know much about this mule's history. It seems she may have had a bad experience with a woman, or it's a pecking order thing. Any thoughts or suggestions? All right. So first thing, first thing I would mention is um, likelihood of that mule having a bad experience is probably small. Um, and very and specific to a man or a woman is yeah. probably not likely either. The the whole I hear it all the time. My mule doesn't like men. My mule doesn't like women. The mule does not care what you're packing or not. <laughs> they really don't. So it's it, it it wouldn't matter. It's just how you make that mule feel in the moment. Um, now there's there's there's. Hold on, let me take it off the Wi-Fi. You got I think it? the power just blipped. All right. Uh, there's a few flags coming up here, Steve, that I'm, I'm thinking about, though. Like, So he says that it's for a few days after the ride that the mule doesn't want to be groomed. Mm. 
that's probably a sign of soreness. Um, you might check your saddle fit. You might check for galls. You might check for soreness. Um, well, this is something that, you know, Lisa, that we were just talking about with the question before. That yeah. She went through all this, too, to make sure it wasn't physical issues first before, yeah. you know, being behavioral. Yeah, I, I'm going to go through all the physical stuff first because that's the easiest. The physical stuff is the easiest stuff to figure out. Um, after that, then the behavior, uh, then you just go through the, really just the checklist with the behavior to fix that stuff up. But, um, you know, even a meal, there's, this is sometimes, I've, I've seen this a lot too, right? Is there's these meals that are super safe and like he says, it's compliant. And I'm picturing this meal going down the trail. And I, I, I and this is me making total, in, um, just total guesses here, uh, Mr. Steve. I'm not implying anything, but I'm just saying, telling you something else I've seen is a mule that plods along and the person, the rider kicks the whole time. Kicks, 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 bump, 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 bump. They don't realize they're doing it. And for the next thing you know, a couple for a couple days later, that mule's got sore ribs. That could be it too. I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I, this is a hard one for me to answer without seeing uh, it live. No so I'm, I'm going to go through the physical stuff first, Dave. And then I'm going to do the, basically the same thing. I was just kind of telling you about that hard to set. Uh, the, the, the last question from Mr. Scott is I'm going to go to groom that mule. I'm going to pay attention to it. So when that mule says, Hey, that bothers me. I'm going to back off a little bit and I'm going to wait, let it reset. So you could go and watch that same video Try and just again. apply it with your brush. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go, I'll brush it. And the mule says, Hey, that I don't like that. I'll back off a little bit and I'll try to do a little less, a little less and, and help that mule get comfortable. Um, also be aware how much you are brushing. This guy used to get after me all the time say this. because I, I've always been, I don't know what you call me, heavy brusher. Uh, <laughs> like I would, I, he, I'm going there. Curry the crap out of him. I'm like, calm down. I'm, I'm going to rip some hair off this thing. You know, I I'm going to clean him up. I mean, if you've seen Ty saddle, he's fast. I mean, he can saddle three meals in the time I can like just get yeah, my saddle I've, out. You know, being a, being a cult starter and a trainer, you know, when you got 15 meals to get rode, you, you learn to saddle and brush quick. So I'll just, zzz, just zoom I mean, around there. Yeah, and, so he, he and brushed his one mule just so stinking yeah. hard. And his mule didn't like to be brushed. And I was like, yep. Ty, did you ever think about maybe he doesn't like it because you do it so rough? Yep. <laughs> He's like, oh. So you might maybe have her, have her check on that. Um, so anyways, thanks for that question, Steve. I don't I, know I think that actually, helps you a whole lot. but I'm pretty sure we have an, an older Meal Tip Tuesday. Uh, you could search in the Facebook search bar, Meal Tip Tuesday brush or brushing or some keyword like that. I'm pretty sure we did one of that with, I can't remember if it was with Bud. Yeah, maybe. Would have been years ago. Um, okay, let me find the next question here. Go ahead and tell them a joke while I'm reading. A joke? Oh, no. Um, I have good ones, but go not on the spot. <laughs> okay. Okay, this is a, a question from uh, Nancy Dalton. She's wanting to know what kind of snaffle bit we use. Um, and she's been watching some of the videos. And I, and I, got, I actually have a lot of different snaffle bits. Um, they're all basic O-ring or, or D-ring smooth mouth snaffle bits. Um, just the two-piece two mouthpiece. That's it. Um, and my favorite is uh, a, the ball hinge O-ring snaffle from Tom Balding. Tom builds really nice snaffle bits. You'll have yours someday. <laughs> someday. 
I actually bought her one for her birthday. Which was February. February, beginning of February. <laughs> but it's out till May. So. And then the receipt, you know, said <laughs> it'll be there by May. And I'm like, dang it. Yep. But it, uh, you know. <laughs> so he handed me a piece of paper for my birthday. Yep. Tom Balling built some really nice bits. And, and uh, just, that's a nice shout out for Tom. He does a great job. Um, also, Jeremiah Watt makes really nice snaffle bits. In fact, our sponsor, Colt Nairing, he, he just gave me a, a Jeremiah Watt snaffle bit. And that is a nice bit. Uh, beautiful snap a bit from Jeremiah Watt. So um, those would be the top two recommendations for sure on snap bits would be Tom Balling or Jeremiah Watt. The, both those makers do a really good job. Next that question, Nancy. Um, let's see. The next question is from Lori Petch. Lori. Um, so, so she's... She's asking about a wary mule. Um, so she's got a molly mule that's seven uh, that has not been ridden. Oh, sorry. It has not, she has a molly mule that has not been ridden in seven years, okay? Uh, she's done groundwork. She's head shy, putting on the bridle. Um, she throws her head, uh, ear shy. Um, she, she moves away from the saddle pad and the saddle. Um... She's got all sorts of little issues going on as I'm reading through these notes. I've, I don't want to read the whole thing because this is pretty long. Um, she's She's got a clean bill of health from the vet and the chiropractor. So um, it's not physical. Uh, let's see here. She's she's had bad experiences, um, but meals don't live in the past, right? Each day is a new day. I'm asking how I can climb back on without any worries. Um so basically she's asking will i need to go back and start over from the ground or should i send her to a trainer for a refresher um i'm a retired teacher 68 years young and don't want to worry about kissing the ground okay Lori, uh great question thanks for the information there and the background okay first of all your age doesn't matter so you're 68 um i hope i'm starting colts when i'm 99 <laughs> that's my goal uh but you know don't don't worry but your your age shouldn't be a factor in this deal it should just be the mules education and your confidence that's what matters the most um and yes i don't want you to kiss the ground either okay i like how she said that i know i've never heard that. um funny. so i don't want you to kiss the ground either Lori. uh what i would do if it's my mule uh, i wouldn't send them to a trainer um i got a lot of great friends that are trainers and you know if if you don't feel like you have the knowledge and the ability um uh and the time to to get done what's done then yes hire hire a trainer but if you can if you're able uh do it yourself because you you'll gain that there's a special relationship you gain doing it yourself right like mm -hmm. it's just it's just deeper and there's a reason why your trainers can get so much done and and my friends are trainers and and I myself get a lot done with a mule, and then they hand it to somebody else, and they can't quite do it. There's there's a relationship that is built there, and that's the biggest piece that you guys miss out on when you hire a trainer. Like I said, I got a lot of great friends that are trainers. We've made our living for 20 years. I was, you know, I've, 20 years I've been in the business of training. That's what led um, us to yeah, teaching but people. <laughs> you'll get more out of it doing it yourself. The thing that gets people is the time. Yeah. Is they either A, don't have the time, B, don't want to make the time. 
And so they think, well, I'll hire a trainer because they can do it. And fair enough. But typically, if you don't have the time now, you probably won't have the time when the trainer's done either. Yeah. So, but I would just go back from the beginning. Yes, do the groundwork. Absolutely. Get it going good. Up your standards. Raise your standards as high as you can get them on that ground. Get it solid. I want you to, when you get on that mule, that you know it's going to go good. You're just confident that things are going to be great. Well, and we've talked about this before as far as when people ask, well, when are, when is it, you know, when is the mule ready to ride? Well, it depends on your confidence and abilities and whatnot, you know. So I've used an example of Ty, you know, being able just to jump on anything if he feels like he's ready for it mm-hmm. versus, you know, like my dad right now, he likes to do tons of groundwork, tons of extra stuff so that he knows 100% once he's in the saddle that it's going to go perfectly. Where Ty feels like, you know, he can handle whatever comes up. <laughs> Am I putting Sometimes. that right? <laughs> hey, you know, well, it's just like Dally you know today. I mean? So I did that first ride on yeah. Dally today. And well, I, I, if you guys, hopefully you guys got my email yesterday that I sent, um, week 12 newsletter. I, I did my first video log. Did you see that? No. I did a video log. What's a video log? It's like a blog, but a vlog. Oh, fancy. Video log. Uh, I did one. <laughs> Anyways, but I just talking about basically my thoughts and feelings behind the, behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But I talked about Dally and, she, you know, like for, for the average person, they should not have Dally. Like for me, for example, I would have to get way further with yeah, how I, she is on the ground. There's no way for you me to feel today. yeah, for me to feel comfortable in the saddle, like I would yep. have to have a lot more to have that confidence where Ty has more of that ability and confidence to remain mm-hmm. calm. Remain calm. I don't do that so yeah. well. <laughs> so Lori do enough groundwork that you're confident this is gonna go good. And then when you start the riding, just go through the checklist. I don't care that the mule hasn't been ridden in seven years. I don't care if it hasn't been ridden in seven days. Every day I go through the list. And this is the, one of the hardest things to teach people is that I keep going through the list forever, right? Yeah. Like th- that's the hardest thing for people to get like, wait, we've already done that. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I go through it like Riata today before I, I went out. We did a little ride up in the hills above the house here. And I just went through my list with Riata. Simple. Just real simple. All right. Check on the hind quarters. Check on the front quarters. You know, I just climbed the checklist and enrolled so good question Lori. let me know what you think of that uh, i'd love to hear your thoughts um what you looking at <laughs> the mules are really distracting out we there. got a major blizzard it's like horrible weather and Dang. the mules are just jumping up and down and yeah we got a blizzard here so okay i got one more question where's the one from They're shannon very distracting you sent it to i sent it in a text okay shannon agard are you on here shannon say hello if you are um, and it's not too late for a question. That's our first question. Yeah. Is it too late? It's not question too late. Question number one. Is it too You're late here. for a question? Uh, how do I handle, how do you handle when leading and they throw a tantrum? Uh, popping up, pulling away, trying to turn, and find levers to get the lead line out of your way. Uh, this, is a, this is for the yearling I have. He leads well for the most part, but will suddenly throw fits when his buddies are across the way or he feels... He no longer wants to be led. Yeah. Uh, they lead good until they don't want to be, right? Um, until they're broke to lead. That's it. They lead good until they don't want to be until they're broke to lead. 
Um, we have a video of this too on there too. With oh, little yeah. Rosalita throwing a fit. Yeah. She's just a weanling though, yeah. but you know. Anyway, it's on the library too. I'm gonna just stick with back to this checklist. This is such a solid process. I'm gonna clear the front. How good does this meal clear the front, Shannon? And yes, I do this with the weanlings, the yearlings, the two-year-olds, and on up. I will clear the front first. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you can find those videos on YouTube. But basically, I want that front end to go one way or the other and yield away from me. Basically, getting that mule to go in the direction I want it to go on a loose line, on a slack lead rope. That's the hardest part. But I just start there and then building little, a really solid quarter circle, a really solid half circle, a really solid three quarter circle, and a full circle, two circles, three circles, whatever. I would just keep building there and get it really solid. Um, and, and I would keep it in a contained area, you know, maybe your round pin or your arena, until you have more confidence. Um, and then you start going out and, and doing more. So then when she's out mm -hmm. and this happens, then what? You know, and when this happens, when you're out, the the main thing is, is don't let it happen. <laughs> Be ahead of the game. So I'm always paying attention to their feet. Always. It's back to that, didn't we mention this already? Attention. Paying attention is so key. Um, you can fix things up by being aware of them. Paying attention and being aware. So before it gets bad enough that this mule's pulling on you, pay attention and redirect that. So. Well, I see a lot of people like really get after them after they do something, you know, just silly because babies are silly. And I think it's important not to make a big deal out of it. Just... Yeah, especially the youngsters. The baby yeah. stuff is just, uh, you know, there's so much on, you know, when these guys are, are year, weanlings and yearlings, they're just like wild deer. They are. Like, they really um, feel like you're leading a deer. The, and the reason is, is there's, you know, at that age, they got a lot of uh, mental and physical development going on. Um, th they really can't protect themselves yet. Um, so their flight, their flight instinct is very heightened. Um, that's all they got. Just flee. They don't really have, they don't really have a lot of, well, they really never get the reasoning. And that's what sets the mule brain apart from the human brain is the reasoning but i mean for even they reason even less when <laughs> when they're young like that it's just all there is reaction no <laughs> it's all reaction there's not a lot of thought going there it's just reaction so don't get mad at them just redirect that thought bring it back i'm not even if i'm on my way to a destination i'm going to redirect that right now and um, just take care of that immediately so Anyways, that takes care of our questions for today. Those are some good questions, huh? There are, and there were some good questions on here, too. There's some good questions on here. We'll put, try to get those next week, you guys. Um, hey, if it's not too much to ask, I know I ask this every week, and I appreciate those of you that, that do it, but if you would please share this. If you thought this Meal Tip Tuesday was worthwhile, if you got anything out of this, just hit the share button, share it with your friends. Um, and if you have time, particularly if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, if you would take some time and leave us a five-star rating if you think we're worth it and leave a little review let us know what you think of these podcasts um and these meal tip tuesdays but uh i'm very grateful for all of you i appreciate you, uh, you guys taking the time to uh, spend your tuesday evening with us so god bless you and we will see you down the road